We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Your boy Jack Madden here for a mini solo Brooklyn Buzz reacting to the unfortunate, fortunate, whatever news uh, surrounding Ben Simmons that we got today via Adrian Wojnarowski, as well as Shams and probably a few other people as well. The reports were for those who have been living under a rock. Brooklyn Nets says Ben Simmons is expected to need three to four months to make a full recovery on back surgery, surgery, sources tell ESPN. The expectation is that he'll be back, he'll be ready to return well ahead of training camp. Now that's good news, but in the same report that we saw from Woj, there was some, I guess, conflictions with that, if that's even a word, um, in, in saying that. So it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just really unsure about what the hell is going on with Ben Simmons that's just where I stand I obviously maintain my empathy and sympathy towards Ben and his his individual mental health stuff in terms of this back issue stuff it is really really weird apparently the decision to undergo the surgery was reached after consultation with multiple back specialists is what the team said Simmons and his agent met with Nets general manager team officials the following day so that, that was obviously but this one little sentence here is the, the one thing that sticks out. The surgery will clearly limit Simmons's ability to progress on a 2022-23 return after missing the entirety of the past season with the Sixers and Nets. Now let me reread what I said earlier that he is expected to be fully recovered to return to the court well ahead of pre-season training camp in September. Let me reread it again. The, the, the previous one that I just said. The surgery will clearly limit Simmons's ability to progress on a 2022-23 return after missing the entirety of the past season with the Sixers and Nets. Well, what is it? Uh, I, look, maybe there is reason for nuance there. Maybe the Nets, obviously, because this is coming from Moja, tampering expectations in, in terms of Ben Simmons and when he does return and how he returns and what he looks like when he returns. But... I, I honestly am just really, really confused. And if you are a Nets fan and you're not confused, please hit me up in the DMs because I, I, I think I need a little bit of illuminating into what's going on because why now is probably the thing that does stick out because 
heading into game four, even before game three, this was post game two, and, and even just to start the series, there was you know that growing optimism around Ben and, and his return. You know the the promotional stuff, the little videos on Twitter of him working out, and you know things behind the scenes. You know the Instagram Ben tweeting the old angry emoji, which he tweets before you know he, game days and such. And then we get this. I, I just I'm, I'm left scratching my head. I I, I really really am, and it's just I, where why now this is just a a cluster f word of of epic proportions who it's i think i said this on on the last solo pod i did pertaining to ben simmons that you know the blame needs to be shared you know around the ways and you know everyone's sort of you know standing up for ben being like you know you know all the people calling him out for his mental health stuff and and yeah i agree with that somewhat but i always think that the the truth lies somewhere in between now where is that truth is anybody's guess you know i don't i have honestly no idea you know who is at most to blame is it rich paul and 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 the management of clutch in terms of how ben simmons has been handled and, and managed throughout this situation maybe is it ben simmons and himself in terms of how he's communicated with the team about his physical and mental ailments maybe is it on Sean Marks, Joe Sy, Steve Nash, and the Nets organization in terms of how they've communicated with Ben, with Clutch, and the, the sort of three-way communication? Maybe again. And I think that the fact that it is maybe, it's, it's that there is partial blame. Now, I'm not going to do the old Nick Faye thing and, and put a percentage of blame on it. I might throw that at him on, on a podcast that we'll be recording on the weekend. I, I just, I, I honestly don't know what to think. Ben Simmons, you know, he is at his best, you know, a, a, a transcendent NBA talent, you know, a rookie of the year, a three-time all-star, you know, an all-NBA caliber player and and and, a, and a tr- one of the best defensive players, you know, in the modern game too in terms of his size, his versatility, his strength, his athleticism. Now, back injuries are, are nothing to mess around with and what he's going to look like going forward is something that I have a, you know, some 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 misgivings with and look i was looking forward to eating that humble pie that i i, I spoke about on this pod now and, and unfortunately uh, i'm not going to get that chance because what's going on now is this surgery and i think a lot of us are, are somewhat shocked about it because but again he was coming back for game three game four and the reasons why we got the game four absence was you know ben simmons had that mental hurdle which is totally fine but was it a mental hurdle? Was it a physical hurdle? Or, or was it both? Was it the Nets choosing to hide something? Now, I just think that the this the Nets have to share some burden of the blame in terms of how they've communicated about this. You can even argue about the Joe Harris injury as well, because you know Joe Harris's you know ankle, you know just soreness and ailments turns into surgery and, and missing the pretty much the entire season despite the fact that he could almost come back now we've got ben simmons and joe harris two uh, our third and fourth best players coming into the 2022-23 season coming off of serious injury slash surgery that leaves the nets in a, in a precarious position in terms of the goals that they want to achieve now is it you know, we obviously saw some pictures here and there about you know Ben Simmons, uh, sorry Joe Harris on crutches. 
Ben Simmons, you know, I saw some pictures around him, you know, on Instagram and stuff, him enjoying New York and such. I just don't know what is the, what where this leaves the team in terms of their championship aspirations. Now, you know, we heard a lot of things about the fact that the Nets want to, you know, be drama-free and those sort of things. And, and Kyrie was awesome on the Etcetera's podcast, you know, with Eddie Gonzalez and, you know, the open and honest communication that he gave there. You know, a few people fell, fell for some of the trolls that he did throw, but... And just looking at the, the the controllable things in terms of the health status of, of of two of our four best players, you know the Nets with Joe Harris in, in the postseason could have been, you know, a, a different formidable matchup given the size and, and shooting ability that he does have the, that that combination, not just the the shooting because you know the Nets had that in spades. But you know, getting back to Ben, you know, he's got three years left on and 140 million dollars. Is he going to play a game for the Brooklyn Nets? I certainly hope so because I, I, it's not about proving the naysayers wrong, but I think Ben's got a little bit of that attitude about him that you know is sort of to that too. But I, I don't pertain to know what his attitude, what his mindset is right now. But if I'm him, I'm purely attacking this offseason with gusto, with ferocity, with aggression, with the you know a conviction to come back and go. By the way, guys, there's a reason why I'm a three-time All-Star. There's a reason why I'm one of the best defensive players in the league. There's a reason why you know, the Nets traded James Harden for me. And look, James Harden's doing you know, not so great things in, in Philadelphia right now. He's obviously healthy, which is something that can be said. And I'm, I'm sure Sixers fans will, will let us know about. But in saying that, this is probably the most lose-lose trade I can remember for a very, very long time. Now, do you judge trades after, what has it been? You know, it's February 13, 12 or something around that range. I can't remember the exact date when it was finalized and we're two, three months, you know, removed from that. And look, there, there's, there aren't a lot of winners from it. You know, the Nets with Seth Curry and Andre Drummond got a little bit out of it. James Harden certainly hasn't reached the, the levels that I'm sure Dalwell Morey, Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, and, and the Sixers organization would have wanted. And Ben Simmons hasn't played. He hasn't played. I, I don't know where his status was upon the initial trade, which I think is a, a question that's worth asking. Where did he stand then? You know, there was talks of, of him in his, in his first presser that he'd be back for that Sixers game where the Nets probably had their most dominant performance of this entire year other than that Bulls game. But he wasn't. And then I th- I don't know whether the Nets should have just been like, look, he's not playing. You know, it doesn't matter. But I, a part of me thinks that the support that they gave in terms of hyping Ben up is, is probably how they, how Ben probably would have wanted the situation to be handled. You know, hype him up a little bit. You know, throw little murmurings here or there and, and sort of build the build the energy around him and, and, and give him, you know, that, that sort of lead in towards the, you know, a shock return, but obviously things can change on a whim when it comes to this Nets organization as well as Ben Simmons. So I'm not pertaining to, to know what is going on. You know, do do questions need to be asked of the the medical staff within the Nets organization? Yes and no, because you look at were these, I think the Ben Simmons injury can be attributed to, you know, obviously Ben and, and his history with Philadelphia and, you know, whether it, and how long, you know, this has been a, an issue for him, obviously. I'll get into a little bit more of that after the break. And then you also look at Joe Harris, you look at other injuries that have happened, you know, Kevin Durant's come back and, and he's looked pretty good after his injuries, especially the Achilles. So 
I think that you know there needs to be some some hard looks in the mirror from you know plenty of people within the Nets org, and I'm not saying that the the medical team is is the worst thing in the world, but it seems to me that in the past the the way that the Nets have handled injuries is that there's it's been dictated by the medical team. Has it has that changed now with Kyrie, KD, Ben Simmons, and these guys are dictating their own timelines? Look, I got no idea, but it, it's. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sort of you know stir the pot in a certain way and be a sort of hot takesman about. It. I'm just throwing things out there that I think could be a, a you know an answer to some maybe unanswerable questions because of the way the Nets communicate about those things and behind the scenes. But uh, guys, I'll take a quick little break because I need a little bit of water and then I'll get into some more uh, Ben Simmons stuff. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, in terms of the surgery that is going to be happening, you know, reports are that the micro... Discectomy, I'm not going to say that a million times, I'll make Nick say it, uh, is defined as a surgical procedure for the relief of pain and other symptoms that occur when a herniated disc in the spine presses on an adjacent nerve root. During the operation, the surgeon frees the nerve by removing small fragments of disc, bone, and ligaments. We did get also news that Ben Simmons was pain-free. Was that a lie? like it's just it's just i'm just so bloody confused about it and and i think it's just it's it's worth bringing up now people who have undergone who have had you know issues in terms of that procedure and i'm not saying that word again guys include dwight howard michael porter jr brooke lopez as well as steve kerr now obviously there's been varying success in in terms of recovery from those different people Ben Simmons, obviously, different ages. There's, there's a lot of varying circumstances to that, but I think it's worth bringing it up, you know, for context purposes. As well, via James Herbert of At Outside the NBA, on April 22, this was Ben Simmons' quote. He said, I've had this injury before. I've been aware of what I need to do and how to stay on top of it. So I've just got to 
keep doing that. When asked about the possibility of surgery, no, I think we're in a good place right now where we're not even thinking about that. Now, April 22 was two weeks ago. Again, I'm not saying things can't change. It's just that things are changing so rapidly that it's hard to keep up and it's hard to process. That's why I think it's worth bringing up all of these different little things to provide some sense of context to help us understand it because I certainly don't and, and maybe people listening, you guys are much smarter than me that you guys probably do. Again, certainly something to, to keep an eye on. Via Brian Lewis as well. He said that he spoke to several orthopedic specialists including Dr. Rahul Shah and Dr. Neil Anand. Both said Ben Simmons should be back fully within three months so camp shouldn't be an issue. Do I believe that? I mean, yes on paper, but I think the one, this Nets organization, and two, Ben Simmons. Those two variables make it hard for me to believe a lot of what is sort of coming out. Now, obviously, those two are those two names that I just mentioned, they are much more learned and know what's sort of going on there. But you know, we also thought that Ben Simmons was pain-free. We also thought he was coming back for game four. So I would take everything with a grain of salt. I think that if all things going well, we do get Ben Simmons back in September. We do get a a full attack of preseason, as well as training camp, as well as you know heading into the regular season. It gives him a good little timeline there. So take with that what you will. Uh, we also got some. I was just sort of you know perusing Twitter as as you do, just to try and process all of this as I've as as I've alluded to. And via at game injury doc, he said, "My thing with Nets is that they downplayed the Ben Simmons injury from the beginning." First, it was lower back pain. Then it was an L4 disc herniation. Then Ben needed an epidural. They never talked about pain going down the legs until the end. There was a false sense of hope of a target game he is returning. Now, I'm sure Dr. Evan Jeffries, who is the at the handle that I just alluded to, knows that the way that the Nets communicate is that they don't really care what they say to the media as well as to the public. They are going to hide things. They are. They just, that's just what they do and how they are as an organization. Uh, it is. It doesn't make it any less frustrating. I, I certainly agree to that. But it's just the, the way that they've run things. Doesn't mean now that they need to go, well, the way that we've handled things since Sean Marks' tenure, you know, we might need to change some things heading into next year because I think that the problems within the Nets organization, you know, you can argue that is Ben Simmons the cause of that? Is Sean Marks the cause? I think that there are a lot of symptoms that are causing this general, you know, dis, dis, not discontent, but this general chaos that I think is, is probably going within. Now, I don't, I, maybe chaos is a bit strong of a word because you still got Kevin Durant, you still got Kyrie Irving, and you've got a, you know, a championship level team around that when you get the right role players. But the way that the roster was constructed certainly wasn't fantastic in, in saying that either. So, look, I, I honestly don't know, guys. Everyone's guess is as good as mine. I'll also read straight from the Nets update in terms of the announcement that they posted. Because, you know, let's see what actually... For those obviously that haven't heard it, this was via the press report from the Brooklyn Nets. After consultation with multiple back specialists, as it has it has been determined that the best course of action for Ben's long-term health is for him to undergo surgery. The micro-discectomy, disc, well, say that a million times, procedure scheduled for Thursday is designed to alleviate pain caused by the herniated disc in Ben's back. Further updates will be provided following the procedure. Now, Friday, it, it's, it's currently Thursday, you know, 5 p.m. my time. So as I'm recording this, it's like 3 a.m. Thursday, uh, 
in Eastern Standard Time in America. So maybe by the time this podcast comes out, Nick and I will have some more to talk about with hopefully a guest on a pod that we will record over the weekend. But I don't know if we're going to get any further updates. I, I think that we're just going to get a lot of pleasantries from Sean Marks because the only time that I've heard Sean Marks be forthright is when he talked about the extensions pertaining to Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And that blew up in his face quite a bit. So... Do without what you will, I guess, is is what I would say overall. Just to sort of finish off, guys, I think that it's right to be frustrated with with the Nets now. It's also, you know, at the same time, they don't owe us anything. But at the same time, as a fan, we're invested in this team. You know, we buy the jersey, so we do the podcast, we buy the tickets, the how much of this organization needs to appease to the fans? I think that then every organization has some level of obligation. I, I think that that's as, as, as it's plain and simple. I don't know who the number one organization is in terms of how they communicate and, and those sort of things. I I know mainly about my nets and, and I keep an eye on different organizations, but I'm not as switched on into those different beats and such. But the nets need to do better. Everyone within the nets needs to do better. Ben Simmons needs to do better. Rich Paul and, and Clutch need to do better. Sean Marks needs to do better. Steve Nash needs to do better. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. It just every single person in that organization has to be better heading into next year if they want to reach the lofty goals of achieving the Larry O'Brien, of, of claiming that Larry O'Brien trophy. They need to do better. The Nets need to do better at communicating to their fans. Will they? I'm not necessarily hopeful of that. But... A man can a man can wish. I wish I ate that humble pie as well because I just just thinking about Ben Simmons on this team and his theoretical fit is just it's ideal. This is the ideal basketball situation for him. He the offensive load for him is lessened to an extent that he can utilize his best assets, his passing, his defense, his athleticism, his transition play, his rebounding. He literally is an ideal fit. Will he? F- will he play again? It's it's a question that I just can't stop thinking of. I just really, really hope he does. I want it for his own sake to just get out there and just do what he does best, and that's just play basketball because he's bloody good at it. This I just I just want it. I, I really want it and hope for it. Now is Ben Simmons a quitter and all those sort of things? Look, I'm not going to buy into, you know, the conversations and stuff. I'm trying to be somewhat professional given that you know, I'm doing this solo and I've got a platform so, and, and I've got the platform that Blue Wire has given us. So I, I need to you know, tread carefully. I, I, I let my emotions overtake me somewhat. So that's why I, I decided to record this because I think it, it's worthwhile to talk about. But, you know, my emotions, my feelings change on a whim with this Nets organization. I think, you know, game after game after game, you can probably feel and ride the roller coaster with me guys so how i feel now could certainly change in the space of days in the space of minutes <laughs> we could get another Woj bomb something around steve nash being fired and you know my feelings could be elated but ultimately i want ben simmons to be back i want ben simmons to be healthy mentally and physically because i think the nets can be a great team with him and i want that i really really want that anyway guys thanks for listening 
Five stars on all streaming platforms, please. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Check out uh, T Public for all merch. You know, it's getting a little bit cold down here in the Southern Hemisphere. If you're, you know, me in Australia and New Zealand, get some of those hoodies. You know, join the Aussie Brothers Brigade. Hopefully, get to see those guys soon. And Nick will be back as well as ho- hopefully, I guess, as I alluded to, over the weekend. Peace out, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.